Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Second Rain. Second Rain was founded in mid-2017 with the mission of reviving the rocking 80s with a hint of modern touch. The expressed longing of the members to live out their musical creativity and melt into a new form helped the brothers to get together spiritually and write their own songs. And here is my interview with Second Rain. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. Uh, not really where I wanted to, but that works. Can you hear me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. I want to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Well, very welcome. Thanks for having us. And congratulations on Gravity. It's a, definitely a positive arising from the pandemic. At what point did you decide to scratch doing a few singles and going for the full album? Uh, the, the singles were were pretty clear from the beginning. So we started, actually everything started with a drummer. We were together like for three years and he thought, well, now it's time to record something. I'll go to the studio no matter what and just started to record some of his uh, drum parts. And we thought, well, doesn't make sense if if we don't uh, also do our stuff. So we started to do a recording and really thought about well, let's do three songs. Um, we'll be needing it for for getting gigs, getting us known, and uh, the plan definitely was from the beginning beginning to to release one or the other songs as a single. But then, uh, well, as we all know, we had our first gig in. December 2019, which was pretty cool. And we thought, well, now everything is starting off. And uh, yeah, everything was starting off like uh, pandemic rised and we didn't have an opportunity to do any gigs. And so we thought, well, let's let's take the time and just record some other stuff. And um, it was a pretty easy solution because we didn't have any other chance of doing anything else. So we could have stopped and, and stayed at the rehearsal room and do nothing. Or we thought, well, let's take the time and record a few more songs and look what's happening. Um, actually, we, we wanted to release the album a year earlier, but we were so slow and so lame recording our stuff that, uh, yeah, in the end it was September 2021 that everything came out, which was good for us because in the meanwhile, we had to deal with uh, with Massacre Records, which probably wouldn't have happened if we had released the album um, on schedule. So everything turned out to be great for us in the end. Now, you guys uh, put together around 30 songs, is that correct? And then uh, went down from there. Do you foresee some of those tracks making a follow-up? Um, we're actually started working on a follow-up, but for pretty sure none of the leftover songs will be taken for the new album as they were left over for a reason. So, um, it's, it's not, not all of them are bad songs. A few of them are really bad songs. <laughs> a few of them are good songs, but just don't fit, uh, the, the style of second rain. So we have a few 
really, really super 80s AOR catchy songs that are not fitting the mood. Um, Allah wrote a few songs that are also great, but they totally don't fit our style. So maybe he will do something uh, with them in another band or a solo album. So the, the songs that we didn't take for the album in the end didn't fit for Second Rain at all. So we probably will not taking them for, for the second album. They're just gone forever. Uh, your songs and cover artwork are very immersive. Um, can you elaborate on the artwork process? Um, not a hundred percent. So th the first artwork we did was for Another Night, which we released as a single in uh, December 2019, uh, still at the time where we thought, well, that's two or three songs that we were recording. And um, the, the basic idea then was to create an album cover that's kind of reflecting the atmosphere of the song and may also have a few elements that that are very vaguely in the song or, or as mentioned, just like the atmosphere or, or everything that the song was about. So Another Night was the first album. Uh, uh, first single and the first cover and can't really remember how we came up with the girl and the tree and the chest and everything. So nevertheless, um, we decided to do a second single, which was The Truth, which is uh, my personal favorite still. And uh, we thought, well, let's let's keep the style of of uh, of the first cover and let's reuse the girl although she looks a bit different um let's reuse the idea of placing elements of the song in the image and we just proceeded with every single uh, after that um what was the third thing i can't even remember ah, uninvited right uninvited um also there a few elements and and in the end we did the new single fire now on um massacre records with the video and again we had this image with the girl and the elements and gravity the the album cover for gravity is kind of a, a best of of all these four singles um of course the people that joined us um within the late one or two singles, they, they don't really know the others, although they're part of the booklet. So if you buy the CD, you'll see all the other covers. But uh, Gravity was was kind of a best of, of all these four um, single covers that we kind of merged into one image and, and took apart from there. The, the Flying Mantas, they, they are part of the Truth cover, for example, and the polar bear paws are part of the uninvited cover and so we just merged everyone everything together and um, yeah, in the end i don't know why the idea came up for another night but at least i i remember that we just wanted to evolve the whole story of uh, song lyrics and having these images and not having us on the cover that was also something that was pretty important for me <laughs> didn't want to fit, fit the cover i wanted to have something that people can look at i 
liked uh, the Iron Maiden covers a lot, where you have many things to explore. Yes. And uh, so that's that's a bit of the idea to to give the listener something that he also can look at while listening to the song and and not just have a picture and oh okay that's the cover blah but but can dig deeper and think about what it is all about that was the plan and uh you guys record all parts separate from each other is that correct that is absolutely true yes um it's it's was not really a matter of the pandemic so we we started that way and we kept it that way and then the pandemic came and we did it the same way as we did before um it, it just fitted our our time schedule so when you go in a recording studio all together you need to have two weeks of vacation you sit around a long time you do nothing you disturb the guys recording and um so the way that we chose was really that everyone of course the drummer dan was always first because he had to make his drum tracks uh, based on the on the demos we created and uh, usually i went singing sometimes uh, alan went first and made his guitars uh, the keyboards were mainly recorded in in our rehearsal room and um, in the end, everything came together and it just fitted the way we, we, we live and, and the, the jobs that we have that we really could say, okay, next week I have two afternoons time and we called Mac and he said, well, yeah, come, I have time. Or he said, oh, maybe only one day or oh, no time at all, come in four weeks. And that worked just fine because everyone could come when it fit him best and uh, sometimes you visited when someone was there one or two guys came around for for an hour or two and had some chat had a little fun listened to what we was playing and went along and and left the guy alone doing his stuff and it worked out pretty well i feel because you you really just didn't get disturbed in what you're doing and Mac, our producer and the guy that recorded everything was really some sort of a fifth band member and he didn't just record and say yeah everything's cool and he was sometimes kind of a badass really and he's like uh, yeah that was a great take so why not do it again <laughs> and, <laughs> and in the end he he really did a, a great job not only mixing it and recording it but he really helped us develop our full potential and um, probably wouldn't have been possible if we were all at the studio at the same time because you usually don't like to listen to others when it comes to your songs and when you're alone nobody knows so um, I think we'll do it all the same again but probably would be prepared a little better than we were the last time because it, it really was uh, like you went to the studio alan made his takes i wanted to play the bass and i thought what the hell is he playing that's something completely different than we played in in the rehearsal room so totally different rhythm so i just had to learn what he played before i could record my stuff mm. and uh i think we, we had many of these situations when when the drumming was different or 
just phrases were different and uh, think that's something that we would do better the next time to really 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 work out all the parts in in the rehearsal room before we go to the studio yeah i personally would never have thought that the tracks were recorded apart because the songs rendered such great unity yeah um do you feel that um in some ways um recording apart made the band's unity stronger um I I think so, um, and I think also, even though it sometimes was annoying when you came there, you 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 rehearsed your parts, you came there, you want to play something, and it just didn't fit anymore to the beat or to the guitar. Um, but in the end, uh, although we should have done it before, I think working like that instead of recording everything as a band gave us much more possibility to change and and try uh, add things that we were hearing in the studio and and never before which if you record as a band you just don't have the time or just don't have the nerves for changing something and um, I really think working like this also helped making it a better album than it would have probably been if we just recorded everything that we rehearsed like three years um, and and played it the way that, that we've done it. And the, the funny thing is that sometimes I, I said to Alan, hey, what, what are you playing? That's not where you're playing in the rehearsal room because it, it usually fits on my bass line. And then he says, no, I've been playing this for two years now. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah, it 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 really it really showed us that maybe the way we are working on our songs uh, in 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 our band room, uh, even though playing it two years, maybe we we really had to think this over because it it didn't even fit. Um, it you didn't hear it when we were playing because probably it was too loud or we were concentrated on something else. And uh, I absolutely feel that that recording this way made Gravity a better album than it would have been if we would all have been in the studio at the same time. Um, Home is a perfect close for the album, I think. And I wanted to ask you, uh, at what point in the writing did this song come about? This indeed was one of the last songs. Um, so this was written more or less at the start of the first lockdown that we had in Switzerland. I believe it's about March, March 2020. So there were three songs, three songs written uh, during this pandemic time, which is home was the first one um, and let me breathe and the big lie which was the last one funny enough um, the truth was the first ever song that we written in the band and the big lie was the last one um, that that was written for this album and uh, in our life set we we start with the truth and we end with the big lie which is sometime some kind of a closure of truth and lie Okay, back to home. Um, this was the first song, more or less, at the start of the pandemic. Um, 
and uh, really had, I think, this feeling that we all had in that time, uh, Switzerland was pretty much shut down. So even if, though we, we were not allowed to, to rehearse, um, we went to our room anyway and did rehearse, but actually we shouldn't be allowed because you can couldn't be more than five people in a room and only if it's the same family and and home is not 100% reflecting the the pandemic situation or the lockdown situation but really the the time being alone and and longing for someone who is not there for whatever reason and um yeah it was it was quite an intense time at the time because i think no one of us ever uh and encountered such a situation where you you had to be alone by law kind of um, right and and yeah home home was the start of a pandemic song trilogy and uh it was Bo's idea the keyboarder to to have it at the end of the of the record which uh in the beginning Beginning, we all thought, well, you can't close with a with a with a ballad or whatever it is, a power ballad. Uh, you can't close the album with such a song. And yeah, the closer we came for for creating a song list and a set list, we thought, hey, why not? I mean, you, you we give power like twelve songs, and then in the end, we we give them something that they wouldn't expect. And uh, I really think it's a great closure for that album because it's something that you wouldn't think of a band closing their album with a slow song. Yeah, I think it's a perfect ending as well. Um, I was reading in your bio about the means behind the name Second Rain. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know, wanted to ask you if you could elaborate on it for your fans. Um... Well, uh, I, I, but the difficulty in Switzerland always is. I, I once had a band, um, long, long time ago, uh, which was called Sith. Um, not really based on Star Wars. I only learned a, a little later that in Star Wars, Darth Vader was the Lord of the Fist. So some, some sort of uh, Irelandish. Uh, uh fairies kind of that that can wander between this world and the next world and uh, the problem with that was uh that swiss people weren't able to pronounce it correctly so we we always were told like shit or sif or whatever so we changed that name and um for for second rain it's a bit same issue that we had that that uh, many people don't understand that rain and rain isn't the same um, so that got a bit difficult because in the beginning the, everyone thought that we were called second rain like rain right pouring down from the sky uh, so maybe that wasn't that much of a good idea but Nevertheless, um, I, I think it really fits in 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 um, 
what what we are about i mean we're we're not in our 20s anymore and not even in the 30s and this is kind of we, we all have a a history with bands uh, more or less successful i'd say less successful more or less successful than more successful and uh, i i really think this this second reign, which is kind of uh, in, in, I don't know if, if there's a term in English, in German, we have something like the second spring. And the second spring in age or your lifetime is when, when you're like maybe 50 or 60 and you're coming in the age and you're just blossom again and you bloom again and everything is becoming great again after you've made all this work and life experience and you've just feel young again and do stuff that you didn't do the last 40 years and um, second rain is something for us also meaning that uh, maybe it's the last try for for all of us uh, having a real band doing real songs and and doing all this stuff with rehearsing and and um so it's it's uh, not only a name; it, it it really means something in terms of, um, yeah. We, we we feel we feel that 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 we are trying to do it maybe one last time, and in the end, it turned out that uh, at least in the interviews that we gave in in German culture. Um, course everyone is asking well it's rain not like pouring rain it's rain like raining um but it's actually something we talk about so it's it's uh really something that that wasn't too bad in the end even though still we have a few people that um try to find us on the second rain but nevertheless uh thing works out quite good and and i believe that our our fans and and members and followers um in the end really find out and and i think maybe even like to correct the other people because now they learned a new word and say oh no it's not rain <laughs> it's not like right. rain it's rain yeah you, you didn't know that this word exists oh, i knew <laughs> so in the end everything fine um but yeah, it also took us quite some time to find that name. So like the album name, names are always more different than making music because you try to make them fit to what you do. Um, I think the fluffy unicorns wouldn't be that much of a, a, a good a name for our band, but maybe for another band making pop music. So naming the album and naming the band was really, really a hard thing to do. But we're happy in the end with it. Um, what are some bands that inspired you as a musician? Well, um, personally, my taste or, or my musical career, let's say, started with Queen. Um, so I, I listened to a lot of children music and the Smurfs and these kind of things. My parents were listening to, to Elton John and Country and Dixie. And my my really first own band that I encountered was Queen. Um, first song that I heard in the radio was We Are The Champions and, and that 
just started a love between me and Queen that is holding on until today. So I think they still are and will be my greatest influence, especially when it comes to harmonies and especially when it comes to um, trying new things and, and not wanting to do the same thing all the time all over again and reinvent yourself and yeah i think uh roy thomas baker did excellent work with that band yeah um they did the i believe they did the first album on 24 track machine okay didn't they? and that was that was uh night opera yeah yeah, and, and everything evolved and got more and more and more. But yeah, you had you need to have your tricks back in the days. Uh, I think everything got more easy today, indeed. But uh, yeah, Queen, my, my greatest love ever since. I mean, Freddie Mercury, unique person, showman, singer. He had a voice like not many. Yeah, none other. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, I think then, then it kind of started to evolve and I, I, um, I started to get into real music and heard this and that radio, of course. In the 80s, you had a lot of rock music. And uh, I was very much part of the, the hair metal, like Whitesnake, one of my favorite bands also still, even though, unfortunately, David Coverdale's voice not close to what it was a long time right. ago. Um, but they made great music, great songs. Um, and I never was in, into harder music. So many of my friends were, were into thrash metal and that, that's not my thing. I like everything with melody. Even if it's pop music, even if it's hip-hop, not so much hip-hop, but if it got melody, if it got the groove, I don't care what style it is. Um, so that's also the reason why, why Second Rain is sounding like Second Rain, because there's a big focus on melodies, on hooks, on, on uh, choruses. Um, I encountered Sticks and Kansas very late, actually. I think in the late 90s or early 20s, I started to listen to all these 70s rock pop bands and uh, I, I think that's that's a big influence. And also, which may be, be coming on the next album a little bit more, um, Dream Theater, at least the first three albums. Uh, after that, I didn't really follow them anymore. But uh, that, that was a blast when I first heard when Dream and Day Unite in 89. That's something I never heard before. And Right. That, that was tremendous and um, Images and Words, the follow-up album, still still is the one album that I use for training my voice, so um, they're also a big part of my musical history. And then there were other smaller bands that, that really touched me, um, not really in a way like, I, I think Queen and Dream Theater are, are the one bands that really changed my musical horizon forever i also wanted to ask you uh what can your fans look forward to next what's next in line for you 
Um, so definitely we try to do some touring because that's something that we uh, never were able to do, um, which also is a bit of a, a hard thing because um, we, we bring an album and no one really knows us except our friends. So we didn't really have time or the opportunity to, to gather a, a huge fan base by touring and touring and playing live. Um, we had three gigs so far uh, within our four-year career, so that's not really much. And um, so that's definitely something that we try to focus now, that things seem to be getting a bit more normal. Um, so we want to make as many gigs and as many concerts and anywhere as we can and as much as we can, just to, yeah, also get more people to know us and uh, yeah. yeah sorry um yeah I, I was gonna comment that uh a lot of bands are having trouble booking because shows from 2020 are rebooking yeah you know, so it's it makes it's, it hard i think not not yet that much of a problem here in switzerland um it's it's true for the international acts so that all those um international acts that that wanted to come in 2020 were rebooked to 2021 or now even 2022 and i think because they're international and doing let's say european tours um i think it's getting a little more complicated for them to to really start the tour because still every country has has different kinds of uh, restrictions um, getting a booking for a swiss band in switzerland doesn't seem so much of an issue so we're able to find things because uh, it's on a much smaller scale you're in the same country so traveling isn't an issue uh, borders aren't an issue and funny enough or sad enough uh, many many bands uh, quit or they didn't rehearse during the last years or they lost a band member and are seeking for new members so it's not many bands that are actually really ready for playing and um, at least for the smaller club gigs the situation is isn't too bad so um, until the end of the year we have planned four more gigs um not yet clear what happens next year maybe we'll find some more opportunities in this year but uh at least the smaller smaller venues um they don't seem to be that much of a problem to get a, a slot for playing and yeah international that's something totally different um we really try to to um start in switzerland first and and uh yeah just just as mentioned we have four years together we play every week but nevertheless the live feeling and playing live as a band together uh, that's something we really have to learn and we try to do that with with some swiss club gigs before we think bigger um what's the best way to get merchandise from the band um, well, that's that's mainly from our website. Um, we have a website www.second uh, 
slash no not slash dash uh, rain.com.ch let me let me quickly check I don't even know uh, I think it's second dash second rain.ch all right yes second dash dash rain.ch and uh, not only there's news and things about the band and our concert plans and, and so on but we also have a shop um, where you can find merchandise and um, for the CD it's much more easy because uh, I believe it's more or less worldwide release so you can find it in any of your favorite record stores and uh, because we are a newcomer band it's even super super cheap I believe so in Switzerland, you, you got it for 10 Swiss francs, and usually normal CDs like 20. So, um, CD you should get anywhere, and if it comes to clothes and t-shirts and everything, it's in our second Rain CH shop. And lastly, if you could give a message for your fans, what would that message be? Well, um, th there's of course different types of messages in, in a musical way. Um, thanks for being there. Thanks for listening to our albums. Um, thanks for following us and getting in touch with us and uh, being part of, of uh, Second Rain and Second Rain's music and hopefully much more to come. And maybe in a, in a more global way um that's something that not sure how it's how it's uh, in the u.s but in switzerland we we have many people that uh, are pro-vaccination and many that are contra and many that are in between and they don't talk to each other anymore and it really starts like being being uh, two parties that that don't accept uh any other thoughts than their own and in a more global way i would tell to my followers and our followers and fans to to listen to each other and to accept that there are people that just don't have the same ideas and the same thoughts and um, still are people that you can talk to and still are your neighbors and still are uh, people that live with you in your country work with you and they're not just worse or bad people just because they're not on your line and that's something that we feel here in switzerland pretty pretty much even though switzerland is is always like the country that um yeah doesn't doesn't have a real real uh real own thoughts because they they are some mostly in the middle of all the others and uh, this is something that's really hard here since since the pandemic that that there are like two or three parties and and no one accepts the other anymore so that would be my my words to to the world accept that others are other than you Yes, we're all we're all one kind, the human kind. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to thank you so much for speaking with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. 
thanks a lot for having me, Bob, once again. And uh, please feel free to update me at any time. Of course, sure will. We'll be glad. Yeah. I look forward to talking again real soon. All right. You take care, my friend, and have a great rest of your day. Same to you. Well, my day isn't that much more, like, <laughs> hours, then I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Same to you, Bob. Thanks a lot for your time. All right. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. I'd like to thank you for listening today. And remember, come see me for a fix.